Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, reach out as we work with professionals in the industry. And welcome back to another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Oscar and always I'm joined alongside me, Zeke. Mate, here we are. Christmas is around the corner. Bit of a festive season. We're both excited. What's the plan? The plan? I actually, I haven't actually made a plan yet for Christmas. My cousin just messaged me. What are you doing on the 25th? And I said, I do not know. And he said, I'm coming from Victoria. And I said, well, looks like we're kicking on. Oh. So I've got plans now. <laughs> oh, about time you've got plans for the first time in four months. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Are you seeing your, your family, your parents or what? Just your cousin? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought that far ahead. Like we, we do still have like 10 days or so until Christmas. Um you know, I dare say there'll be some kind of visitation. Visitation? Seems yeah. Like prison or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go see them at some point. I've been there the last two weeks. Oh, we love it. Three-hour drive, you know. you man. Your boy. When you, when you do it two weeks in a row, it's hard to make the commitment to go there again so soon. But, yeah, love seeing the fam, so what it'll happen. Wait, you said two-hour or three-hour drive? Two and a half, depending on traffic. The highway's closed, we're bugging. It's kind of only four increments of half an hour, so if you put it like that, it's kind of fine. Well, yeah, but then <laughs> also not well, really. I know something which can uh, take the time, just listen to the potty. Oh, I do. I listen to the potty or Bieber. Yeah, well, and if I'm in like Bieber's a, if I'm needing a bit of energy, throw Mr. Worldwide on and we're on. Questionable, but fair enough. No, um, mate. Mate, today, good topic. Very interesting topic. A lot of people don't actually realize this and hence why we're talking about it. Basically, if you just save your money and you don't invest your money, technically speaking, you are losing money. As strange as it does sound, and we do always do say you have to save money, but if you're just putting that save money in a savings account, like Zeke said, not putting it to use, what are you doing? Mate, what, losing money. What are you, exactly right. That's, that is the answer to my question. Thank you for nailing. There I go again. Thank you for nailing, mate. <laughs> so, why are you losing money by saving? Uh, how does it work? I'm going to throw a word out there that's not used very often. Right, let's go. Very it? bogus. Oh, sorry, what? Bogus. Bogus. Do you want to give everyone a definition in case it's not Strange normal? crossed with bogan. Right, oh, bogus. Yeah, I don't know if there's synonyms or, or I don't know what it is, mate. It just came out. But Play on. in 2021, the average return on a savings account so far has been 0.06%, which is crap, oh, to be I, frank. Yeah, exactly right. Because if you had $100,000 in your account, at the end of the year, you would have only made $600 for it sitting there. $600 <laughs> On 100K every year. Yeah, wow. well, $600 seems, you know, you're happy with 600 bucks, but it's a whole year of 100K in your bank account. So 600 bucks from 100K, you do the math. It's not very good at all. That's not what you want. No, it's not what you want when you can invest it. The way you lose money is due to inflation. So with the inflation rate, it's generally around 2% in Australia. Yeah, averaging 1.4 this year, but I will, I will confirm with you, generally 2% now. Thanks. <laughs> generally 2% in Australia. But averaging 1.4 at the moment for 2021. Thanks for your um, commentary, mate. Mate, I just have to, you know, I love the stats as much as you do. So I've actually outstudied you today. 
Oh, well, the statistic is you can't outstat me. So I'm sorry, mate. But <laughs> so you're actually losing money on your savings because you're 1.4% inflation as opposed to 0.06. We know which one's higher. So the inflation would outperform your savings rate. If you had your 100K grow with inflation at 1.4%, then you'd be making 1,400. So $800 more than you would be making through the savings account. Or you'd be keeping $800 and losing the 600. If people don't understand inflation, got a good example for you. Here we go. Go to the uh, go to the grocery store last year. You want to get a what do you all right, give me what do you want to eat at the grocery store or the supermarket? What would you go for? I wouldn't go for the supermarket example. I've got another one. But well, if I'm going to the your, supermarket, my go-to would be a bottle of kombucha. All right, perfect, perfect example, a bit of gut health, love it. So say you go to the supermarket last year and you bought a kombucha, uh, let's say a remedy kombucha for Ooh. about $2.50. That sounds like a bargain. It does sound like a bargain now because this year it's gone up to $3.50. Oh, inflation. And that is inflation, the price rise. No longer a bargain. Prices continue to rise um, year after year. And that's where we're talking about, it actually corresponds to your savings account. And if you're just sitting, your money just sitting in your savings account, the inflation is chewing it away. And what was your example, mate? Famous example. Everyone in Australia will know this feeling. Do you remember a couple of years ago being able to go to Macca's and grab a soft serve for 30 cents? Oh yeah, we saw this on the bus the other day. Mate. That was a 20 cent cone. So I used to call up and say how much is a 20 cent cone? Or 20 cents well, if you that was why prank. would you ask it was, it was the prank call oh what a guy <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I remember being able to do it at about 30 cents it might have been 20 at one point yeah now you're looking at between 50 cents and 75 depending where in australia you are it was advertised with a dollar on the bus oh well there you go a dollar yeah that's it yeah. oh that was with the flake like come on the flake's an extra 50 cent fair enough mate <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that's my example a cone from mackie d's mackie d's all right so we've talked about your savings just sitting in your savings account and inflation chewing it away. So let's actually talk about what happened if we invested the money instead of sitting in your savings account. Over 10 years, the average return on the ASX, which is the Australian Stock Exchange, has been around 9.3% per annum. So every year, return roughly 9.3%. Using the same example of $100,000, let's say we invested that into the um, stock exchange. At the end of the year, you would have actually made $9,300 compared to your $600 if you just left it into your savings account. So straight away, you can tell by putting your money to work, the outcome over a 12 month period is quite substantial. And that's only for 12 months. Imagine 24 months, three years, four years, five years, six years. It just compounds and compounds and compounds. And it just shows off you're much better investing your money than just making it sit and do nothing. It does come down to you got to risk it for the biscuit. Ooh, what kind of biscuit are we talking? Well, it depends what kind of biscuit you want. But generally, any biscuit you want in your life, you have to risk it to get it. Mm. So Some are very risky. That Yeah. Well, that's where investing is. Uh, <laughs> so investing itself, it's not, you know, you're going to throw all this money and you're guaranteed a return. You do have to do your research, figure out what you want to invest in, the safer stocks, the riskier stocks. But when it pays off, it pays off. And as you can see here, you're $9,300 better off than you were before. On the 9.3K versus the saving rate of 600, you're making an extra 8.7K. 
And on the example of inflation, you're making an extra 7.9K. So you make a lot more money. Mr. Numbers um, over here. Thanks. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So yeah, you make another 7.9K in one year on 100K, which is a good outcome when you're comparing it to your $600 of income. Yeah. And if you don't know or if you haven't actually started investing, reach out to us. We have done a couple episodes of investing uh, our tips for the beginners, our top tips and where to start. But it's all different platforms at the moment now where you can trade and it's so easy. You just do it on your phone, deposit some funds, get it going, get some research, pop it in the ATFs, in the actual share, whatever you want. There's so many platforms out there now and they're actually quite cost effective. Yeah, if you're looking to jump into investing into stocks particularly, then we have done an episode on it where we talk through different platforms, different brokerages, fees, even a couple of ETFs that we invest in ourselves. Yeah, Jump on into that, get into it, have a geese. I think come late January, early February 2022, we will be bringing you a specialist in the industry to talk strictly shares and super. So hang in for that one. Yeah, And I just want to touch on... We're not saying throw all of your savings money, which you have saved over the last 20 odd years into an investment, for example, or ETFs. Put as much as you are comfortable. It's good to have a bit of a buffer, a safe net, um, a emergency fund, fire extinguisher, uh, rainy day fund. Mm. The list can go on. We rainy do, day We protection. do love rainy day. But yeah, we're saying put as much as you are comfortable with putting. Uh, at the end of the day, it's your money. You're making a risk. You're making a decision. So be smart about it. Don't just do it because we've said it. We're not giving you financial advice, as the disclaimer says every episode at the start. But in saying that, going off of your risk portfolio and your risk profile, you can figure out exactly what you should be doing. For example, myself, when I was looking to build up my deposit for my first investment property, I had a very high risk profile. Like I did not care because I was literally 18 years old. I was like, well, whatever happens, they're going to recover by the time I'm 50. I went pretty nuts and managed to do that for a couple of years while getting my uh, investment property. Oscar, you're pretty young as well. You've got high ambitions for the future. So you're going pretty hard as well. For older people, might not be the right solution. It depends on your own circumstances. I think there's no better way to actually finish this podcast from a quote from a man named Robert G. Allen. Robert very, G. Allen. Robert G. Allen, a very savvy investor um, himself. And he's actually done a quote which makes sense to this podcast. A bit of food for thought to finish the potty. How good. Exactly right. So the quote goes, how many millionaires do you know who have become wealthy by investing in savings accounts? Oof. I rest my case. That's the quote. I'm trying to think and I can't get past a big duck egg. Zero. Big duck egg. Nil, 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 nil. But yeah, we'll finish off with that, get you guys thinking. I'll repeat it just one more time. I'll repeat it just one more time then. So, oh, Zeke, you want to say this time? Let me come on in. (laughs) How many millionaires do you know who have become wealthy by investing in savings accounts? I rest my case. Now, can everyone please just let us know who said the quote better? Because oh. I reckon there's a bit we of might, <laughs> We might have to get a poll up when we release it. Yeah. Um, I'm very interested. Very interested. But look, that's that's what we wanted to touch on today. Bit of a lighthearted, uh, informative podcast as always. Guys, I probably sound like a broken record now. 
Get on Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. It's very easy. We'll catch you next week. Until then, keep, keep, keep listening. Keep listening. Okay.